0: One saying in particular that always keeps me humble is that pride goeth before a fall. And that fall usually is a fall from grace. And that grace is usually a pedestal, you know, a place of Valor and accomplishment and wonder, right? Where you're um, admired and appreciated and really truly seen for all that you are and all that you could be, right? Greed. Greed is the number one way that mankind falls from God's grace. Greed. Which brings me to scripture. Um, a rich man could never gain the kingdom of heaven. And at first I was so confused about that. like well, what do you mean it would be easier for a camel to go through a needle pen than for a rich man to gain the heavens, to gain a room in the father's house? And I get it now. Because a rich man usually is poor and moral. And I don't only mean this in physicality, I also mean this mentally. Someone who is rich with lies, with, with speech, with the gift of gab, is usually very poor in emotional capability and emotional availability and emotional intelligence. Because someone who is wise, someone who is intelligent, especially in regards to dealing with emotions, their emotions, other people's emotions, is that they would know that their actions comes with a consequence and that greed is not a painless or seamless Activity. Love. Is an action. Right? But so is greed. Greed is the. Want. In excess. Right? So it's like. I have a woman. But I want another one. Or I have a man. But I want another one. And it's like well. You know, for for what? Why? You know? And it's usually, I'm not satisfied, or I'm unhappy in this relationship, or I feel unseen, or I feel unappreciated, right? It's It's selfishness. And to me, what would be so simple, right, which is to say... I am unhappy, so I am going to leave this situation. No, because then that would be you taking a loss. That would be you feeling like you've invested so much in this situation that you can't leave, that you are stuck, that you have put in so much blood, sweat, and tears, so much effort into this dead situation that you are still waiting to seek harvest from very interesting to me humankind is very interesting to me and i feel like year in (laughs) year in and year out i just learn more and more about the darkness of humankind that is just so selfish you know and i don't mean in regards to things like beating the system or having two jobs, or working remotely, two, three jobs at one time. Who cares about those things? Those things are not really hurting anybody. Those things are uh, victimless crimes. (laughs) Like, come on, so what? But when it starts to come up to people, playing with people's emotions, playing with people's integrity, playing with your own integrity. See, my, my greatest fear in a relationship is being with someone who is a liar, not a cheater, a liar, because it takes to be a liar first in order to be a cheater. So many guys, they need me and they're like, oh, what are you looking for in a guy? Someone honest. Before the job, before the money, before the education, before I know your, your social economic statuses. I don't care about that. Are you a truthful person? Because in order for someone to engage in the activity of greed, they must be an excellent Liar. An excellent swindler. Scratch a liar, find a thief. Scratch a thief, find a killer. And those are all outcomes of the evil one. So why would I want to be with someone like that? Why would anyone want to be with someone like that? It says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. But those are all things that liars do with their words, with their actions, with their with their non-action, because non-action is a lie, too. Greed. Just like, for example, I was looking at, I think, Be Love the other day on TikTok and it's so sad but she looks she looks horrible the the greed the the eating non-stop is tearing her down but honestly it is not just her she is just a public person whose sin is being shown on display for all of us to see but all of us take part in greed in some way shape or form some people are greedy for attention some people are greedy for money. Some people are greedy for food. Some people are greedy for assets and gains and stuff like that. But the thing is, is that when you accumulate these things, when you accumulate all this stuff, when you have this stuff, not in an abundance, which would be positive, but in an excess, meaning that you can barely even manage all this extra stuff, and you are literally just overindulging, almost about to kill yourself with the stress, with the pressure from the food, with the pressure from managing two different people at one time, three, four, five, six different people at one time. With all that pressure and all that energy that you put into it, you could have spent that time and went and gave help. You could have went and got help. Mental help because that doesn't make sense. And that is how us as humankind get stuck in repetitive, redundant cycles that make no sense. I just, I can't understand. I don't know if it's my Scorpio uh, North node, but I can't understand why people don't let situations that are over, let them die. Let them die, they're over. It's over, It's, it's done, it's never gonna change. You are just going to eat every single day with a nagging, gnawing pit of just despair every single day for the rest of your life when you stay somewhere that you don't want to be or when you are lying or when you are cheating or when you are just not doing the right thing, when you are not in alignment with the plan that God has for your life. Every single day will be shit. Even the good ones, the good ones don't even end and that good anymore. Like we we put ourselves in some crazy situations just to accumulate junk after a while because if you think about it, right? Let's say I'm a greedy person for food and I'm just eating up all this food all day. By the time that I by the time that I ordered Uh, a $50 seafood boil, I'm already full because I just had chips, I just had juice, I just had whatever, right? I'm already full. So why would I sit down and and overindulge in this this whole buffet? You know why? Because it's there. Because you can't. But there's a lot of stuff that we can do because we have free will, but that doesn't make it right and these are the things that taxes the soul like i don't know i don't know but i just just don't understand and again i'm i'm struggling to understand mankind <laughs> like and i'm not like i'm not perfect i'm far from perfect i'm probably definitely the most least perfect person period but when it comes up tomorrow, like, doing the right thing, like, after a certain point in your life, I can't even say age, just after a certain point in your life, I feel like you should know better. And I feel like knowing better should be the ammo to do better. But we don't do better. That guy that is two-timing, that's lying, that's cheating on... on his wife, his baby mama, or whatever, that same guy is fucking miserable. Yeah, he might look like, oh, yeah, look, I got two, two, three bitches, I'm managing them all. He's miserable. And everything else in his life is going awry. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, we, we really play ourselves we really play ourselves because we are scared. Like I would love to do a survey like of people all over the world and ask them why why did you cheat? Or why did you lie? Or why did why did you steal? And I granted I feel like I already know the answers because I could, because it was fun, because I just wanted to see, I wanted to experiment. Right? Like, these are all superficial reasons. Greed is not a victimless crime. Not in that way. Greed is a spiritual crime. It's a It's a spiritual blockage that we place over all of the blessings and abundance and the milk and honey that the Most High has for us because we're too afraid to let go of the things that have died. We rather carry old, miserable baggage that we already know the outcome, but we're just going to carry it in hopes that we didn't waste our time. We'll, and we do that. Like, we'll stay at a job that we just can't stand. We can't stand this job. But because it pays consistently, right? Because we get something out of it. We know what to expect from it. Even though we know we're not going to be happy. We know we're not going to grow here. There's not much change here. We're going to stay at this job. Because that job is going to give us the money that we need to live our lives on and you know, On a concrete basis, pretty much. And you're just going to take that risk up until that job fires you. Trust me, I know I've been there. (laughs) But like, that's not a place to be. Once you notice that your vibe is not in it, leave. Like, for example, the whole purpose of me giving this message right now is me talking about a job that I just, I just dislike altogether. And not specifically the place that I'm at, but I just feel like it's altogether as a whole. I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't. So I'm not going to just stay somewhere and be miserable. No, I'm going to be proactive. I'm going to see what I can do to manifest a better outcome for myself. I'm not going to just stay. Like, I could just imagine where I would have been if I would have just stayed in a lot of situations that I was unhappy. Definitely not here. Because I would have had so much baggage that I wouldn't have been able to make the moves necessary for my journey, for my spiritual growth. Carrying baggage from from lovers, from family and friends, sometimes it can really block you from your destiny. Like... Here, God is coming into your life, showing you, "Hey, I know you've been praying, and here's the one that I sent for you." And here you are holding on to old, past garbage. Oh no, God, that's okay. I'm just gonna stick with uh, this, this, this situation over here, okay? God's not gonna beg you to take a blessing. God's gonna be like, oh, "Okay, sure." I'll put myself in a situation again. Let's say if I was to get a brand new opportunity, right? For a job where I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I'm the leader. I'm making great money. And here's this great opportunity. And me, I'm going to tell you. think I'm really going to look at God and say, oh no, God, no, thank you. I'm just going to stay here at this job where I know it's safe. And I know that they're going to pay me. Yeah, I know. I know. I prayed. I know. I prayed for something better, but I'm comfortable and I'm just too scared to make any big changes right now. So no, thank you, God. I'm going to say no to that big opportunity that you have for me because I'm just such a coward. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I can't see myself doing it. There is no amount of... (laughs) comfortability that is going to make me stay stuck and stagnant any type of situation I don't care like if it's not working I'm out of here whether that be love jobs places to live anything if it's not vibing I'm out of here and it doesn't mean that I jump ship quickly obviously not my chart is filled with fixed signs I am almost as stubborn as they come but I am not dumb. I am not insane. The definition of, it, of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. I am not insane. So I will not continue to invest in something that I already invested in and it turned out sour. That doesn't make sense. So when they ask, hey, why, why are you leaving? I'm gonna say, because this was the test that the Most High sent me for me to really prove that I am no longer fearful, that I am no longer gonna stay stuck, that I am no longer gonna just sit here while all these ships pass me by and I'm drowning in the ocean. I'm gonna jump in one of these ships and I'm going wherever it takes me, I don't care. <laughs> Like, that's the type of time that you have to be on, in it, on your spiritual journey. But, like, if you, I'm telling you, if you start to let lovers and family and friends block you, oh, my goodness, you will rue the day. I promise you, you will rue the day. Because it used to happen to me in the very beginning of my journey, before I knew better. I would try to hold on to people, places, and things that just were no longer for me and was making me absolutely miserable. And I said to myself, when when new opportunities came, okay, I can hold on to this, and I can do that, and I can... I, I'm not a fucking magician. I can't juggle things. What am I juggling? No, so that, so that something gets messed up, so that I, I miss something so that someone feels unseen, someone feels unheard, someone feels like I'm not giving them enough attention or I'm not, I not—I don't have enough time to to give equally to all these different situations. Like, no, so I can't be greedy because being greedy comes with a great cost. That's the funny thing about being greedy. It comes with a cost. It's not free. So while you think that you're accumulating, trust me, on the spiritual side, you're, you are accumulating and it's nothing good except stress and burden and pain and pressure and drama to come. So today, I encourage you, if you've listened this far into the message, to let go. Let go of the things that no longer serve you. You're gonna be okay. Like, you're gonna be okay. Stop wishing for your ex to come back. They're not gonna fucking change. Stop staying at a job that you fucking hate. The job is not gonna change and they're gonna actually start treating you worse. Your job will treat you worse. Your ex will treat you worse. Everything will always blow up in your face because you are the God in your life. So when you have eyes to see and ears to hear and feelings that feel, you will be able to foresee an entire situation. You already know how this ends. You already know it's going to end, but you want to suck the life out of it until it does. Gods don't beat dead horses. If we can't touch it and bring it back to life with our presence, with our glory, with our passion, then it's just not for us. It's over. That chapter is complete. You are on to another journey now. But like, I just, uh, very, very interesting. It's very interesting to see how we just ruin shit trying to accumulate more shit like for example some of those people who like they they buy one property and they flip it It turns out really good and then next thing you know they're buying another one in less than a less than a year or so and then they start to get out of control because you can't foresee what's to happen so let's say for example you buy two houses in the span of a year or two you rent you rent out the first one, right? you rent out all three of the floors now you're living at the second one. What if one tenant has some type of emergency and they no longer can pay their rent? Now you kind of have to start juggling right because now you need to make up for that missing money, okay, no problem you can manage now what if the next tenant has another concern right? Now at this point, you need to completely almost ignore this new place that you got and you need to focus on the first one. Same scenario for all other situations. It's the same thing. Trying to manage multiple things at once is not wise. At least, especially not by yourself. Something like a house or managing properties, you you could get a team for that but you don't manage people. I don't know what the fuck that is. You don't manage people. You don't juggle people. You don't treat people like shit. You don't you don't do that. You also don't juggle with yourself in places where you feel you've overstayed your welcome. So and I've heard that I heard that phrase from my homegirl Ghetto none. like don't overstay your welcome. If you know that you're no longer fitting in, or people are starting to act more crazy, starting to act more irate, you feel uncomfortable. You're tired. You're getting more sick. You're having lots of rheumatism type of types of flare ups, and you know. Your stomach is giving problems and all this different stuff. Like, these are all signs. Like, hey, get us out of here. We're unhappy. (laughs) But we tell. But this this logical brain that we have sometimes can play tricks on us. And it can can love the past. Because the past is predictable. The past is safe. (laughs) Sometimes that logical mind is only pointing you towards the past because it's like, well, hey, I already know this person is going to hurt me. So I'd rather them just hurt me rather than try to start over and, and, and love again or try to start over at this new job where I could possibly even make friends and even travel with these people and even just make better relationships. No, I just I'm just going to stay here at this one that treats me like shit, that overburdens me, that the working conditions are just terrible, but it's so comfortable, I know it. (laughs) I'm going in circles now. But anyways, leave the past behind. When the past has ended, close the door. When a job has ended, close the door. When a home has ended, close the door. You just close the door and you go about your life. But don't try to juggle. Don't try to, you know, make something out of nothing. No, stop carrying baggage. Because that baggage will hold you back so much more further than you would be if you would have just taken a chance. Take a chance. Like, I really, I dare you, I dare you to take the fucking chance. Do it. Because at this point, all you have to lose is yourself. When you're staying in unhappy situations, all you're losing is yourself. That's every single day that you're suffering. No one else is suffering except you. Nobody else gives a shit. Except you. It's your life. You're the one who's unhappy. But you're also the one who's going to suppress those feelings. You're going to just eat that. Watch those stomach issues start coming. Watch. Watch you start having gastritis and, and food poisoning and all other kinds of little fucked up issues. Because you just, you're just you just eating and you're eating the pain. Just, just so that you don't have to feel the un... The, the uncomfortable feelings of something new, of novelty, you you rather eat old pain. Like if it's not painful anymore. Like if you're just numb to it. You're not numb. Your mind might be numb to it, but every single time your body feels it. Don't be afraid to let go and let God. Because what we're going through right now as this world is coming to an end, all these types of old timelines is gonna keep so many divine people back. Like so many divine people chose human life, just, just basic life over divinity, over walking alongside the Most High. Like people blatantly, I I personally didn't think it was much of a debate. I mean, I said I said yes right away. But I I guess I guess I I guess I understand now. I guess I understand when they say that many are called, but few is chosen. I guess I understand why Lot's wife was turned into salt when she was given the opportunity to leave a land that was burning and crumbling due to their sin. And they told her, the angels told her, don't look back. Don't look back at your past. Don't look back at where you came from because it's not going to help you get to where you're going. Just go forward. And you know what she did? She turned around to look back at the city while it was burning. And she stood right there and turned into a pillar of salt. And I looked it up, Lot's wife. Definitely look it up because it's, it's interesting. <laughs> Definitely go see that. But, yeah, just don't stay stuck and stagnant. That's... That's a 3D timeline, and I'm really tired of talking about this. So I'm not sure who needs this message. Probably me, because I guess I I guess I'm going through it with my job. But to whoever is still on these sneaky snake timelines or or juggling or mismanaging, whatever you're doing, please stop. Grow up, man up, woman up and do what you're supposed to do. Love yourself. When people stay in places where they are no longer wanted or no longer loved or just tolerated, that just shows how much love you have for yourself. That's alarming. You deserve more, you deserve better, you deserve love, you deserve unconditional love, you deserve real love. Real love that if you were to come with nothing this person would still love you. They would still ride for you. They would still fuck with you. Not somebody who, as soon as the money is done, they out. When the money goes, will the honey stay? I don't know. Not the type of people that y'all choose, because when you think about it, if you are a, a disloyal person, how do you expect to meet people who are loyal? Y'all not even on the same wavelength. So that's it for today, but remember, don't be cowards. Rise to the occasion because your journey depends on it. You might think you have free will. Free will is an illusion. You will get to where God is taking you. But if you want to make it longer, that's on you. But when God has said something, God, God's word never returns back void. Just remember that. Till next time.